Welcome back to Freedom Speak. I am your host, Becca Marie, and you are listening to Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 AM, FM, AM 700, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. You're listening to Hour 3, and I'm here with my good friends Sharon and Mark, and we're just talking about all kinds of stuff today. And uh, for those of you that are listening to this on Saturday on the radio, we're doing something new today. And uh, those of us that j- those of you that just joined us, um, we are doing a Facebook Live today while we're recording the show, which we're recording the show on Wednesday. I just wanted to mention that so you don't uh, think, oh my gosh, how can I call in? Uh, no, we're not at that point yet. We're call in but we're doing a facebook live and by the way you might want to those of you that listen to my show on a regular basis i've actually got a lot of fans out here out there i hear a lot of people telling me um that they listen every week and that's awesome that uh, you might also want to check out what i'm going to try to do going forward after the first of the year we're going to be doing a live stream video for every show when we record it on friday mornings and we'll have We'll have the ability for you to call in and interact and, and text in and message in and all kinds of stuff. So I'll, I'll be doing that. I'm going to stream that to my um, my website, freedomspeaknm.com, and then it's also going to be on Rumble. So that is something I'm working on putting together. It involves a lot of equipment, and um, we're going to be setting that up in the new studio, and I think it's going to be lots and lots of fun. So... Anyway, so we have Facebook viewers while we're recording. So, hey, everybody. So, um, I want to talk a little bit about this recent uh, G20 summit that occurred. And there's some really terrifying things going on in the background. You know, while they're keeping us all in fear, and everybody's got their head stuck in the sand because of the cognitive dissonance and the mass formation and all the other garbage that they've imposed on. And literally, they've imposed mental illness on a lot of people. I mean, there are a lot of people that are are living in such fear. It's actually similar to, and Mark, you might even actually be able to comment on this one. They're living in a form of PT, a state of PTSD. Yeah. Do you know anything about PTSD, Mark? Can you talk about that at all? I'm mostly over that. <laughs> I mean, can you can you describe what it involves? I mean, what what it, I mean, you you were in the military for a long time. Yeah. Were you ever time. did you have anybody ever shooting at you? I'm afraid so. Yeah. How does that make you feel afterwards? It bothered me because these are people who didn't even know me and they're trying to kill me. Yeah, I know. There I mean, are people, people who know me, I can understand. Right. These yeah. Are people who didn't know me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people after they meet you, they want to kill you. But you know, it's yeah, like for, I can I can live with that. Right, right. But yeah, I mean, to live under that kind of fear all the time for a long period of time, you know, during the course of a deployment of however long that is, and you're in you're in the the war zone, and you don't know if a bullet might just come flying by at any moment and hit you, or in my case, Scud missiles dropped on. The, on our, our area every single night. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Yeah. One or two missiles every night w- were dumped on Riyadh, where I was, and on Tel Aviv. And uh, they didn't do any good, but they they went off right over my head. I got pictures. <laughs> I got pictures of the missiles being intercepted directly over my head. Wow. What does that look like? Uh, it looks like 
a fireworks show that you're really sorry you paid to see? Does, mm. when, when they intercept a missile like that, does stuff fall on the ground? Uh, have you ever had stuff falling on the ground around you? I mean, there's got to be, like, fragments from that. Yeah, there are fragments, yeah. Yeah. Do, well, do people ever get hurt from the fragments falling to the ground? Uh, there was one police officer in Riyadh who went to check on some falling stuff, and the building fell on him. Hmm. He was our only casualty from... From those until until the one missile got through and killed the whole uh, National Guard unit. Now, can you speak from experience that when people are in fear, they tend to be more uh, susceptible to being told what to do, and they tend to be kind of in a state of denial and total shock sometimes. Yeah, I'll give you a good example. One of the people under my command. Was a was a woman that uh, I'd known for quite a while in the reserve unit, and the first time we see we we got there on when Desert Shield was still in place. The next day after we got there is when the war started. It was good planning on our part, and the first thing I heard was in the middle of the night I heard this explosion, which sounded like to me like outgoing artillery. Um, so I, I immediately started getting in my mop suit and putting my mask on automatically. Then the second blast went off. Well, normally artillery, when they, when they go off, they'll fire usually one or two ranging rounds, and then they start a barrage. So I'm waiting for the barrage, and nothing happened. Plus, you know, there's an old military saying, if, if the enemy is within range of your artillery, you are within range of the enemy's artillery. No other noises. And then about three hours later, after we're sitting there in our masks, that's why I can't stand to have any, anything over my face because I lived in, in a gas Well, it mask. causes me to have a panic attack. Well, she knows, yeah. And <laughs> I wouldn't. 16-hour shifts in a mask. 16-hour anyway. <laughs> shifts. That's right, those 16-hour shifts that she works. Yeah, oh. so then when I... There were no, no other blasts, and then three hours later, they sound the, arc, the all clear. Well, the first thing I had done when, when, the, when I put my gear on was to go out and check on my people because I'm a senior NCO. That's my job. Well, I ran right into this one woman under my command who had put her mop suit on. That's mission-oriented protective posture in case anybody wanted to know. has nothing to do with scrubbing floors. And... Um, <laughs> And she's standing there in her suit and holding her gas mask and crying. And I, when I talked to her, she could not respond. She was standing there with her gas mask on her. She could not put the gas mask on or anything. She just stood there. And there's nothing I could do except that's a casualty. I got to move on. I have other people. You got to save the ones you can save. And that's, that's trauma in itself. Yeah. So. Yeah, total shock. And... Nothing you can do. As a medic, uh, first thing I would want to do is treat for shock, but I've got other responsibilities as a senior NCO first, so I, can, I have to come back to her later, and I had to just leave her standing in the hall and holding the mask. There's nothing else. I, I can't save her. Yeah. I can't save her. Yeah, right. You know, to a certain extent, I mean, what you're describing there is, I mean, she was literally just paralyzed by fear. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and it's like we've we've seen people to uh, one extent or the other 
literally paralyzed by fear over the past mm-hmm. couple of couple of years because they believe everything they've been told. Now, yeah. you know, you and I, we, we're very skeptical about things. We ask a lot of questions. Sharon's the same way. You know, we ask a lot of questions. We don't just believe everything we're fed. If we were to actually, if I were to actually believe everything that I was told over the past two to three years, I would be terrified. Well, I believe everything Dr. Fauci told me. Oh, yes. St. Fauci. So do you want to talk about Dr. Fauci? Oh, I really want to talk. Let's get into Dr. Fauci. I just love Dr. Fauci. You know, Dr. Fauci might have some explaining to do to the the house, wouldn't you think, when they take over? Oh, my goodness. So we have to be very careful when when, uh, they take over power in the house that documents don't go missing. You know, things like January 6th committee, all of that. It must be transferred, and I think they should be safeguarding that right now. But well, what I, I, I think law enforcement needs to be in place right now, guarding all of those documents mm-hmm. to make yes. sure the outgoing House, Nancy Pelosi, don't try to get rid of some stuff. So I got triggered yesterday. Oh, Speaking really? You got triggered? You? I got triggered. <laughs> You guys don't know Sharon no, this, like I this do. Was, I she mean, I'm, I'm laughing, sometimes. but it really messed with my mind because okay. the American Journal of Nursing, our December issue is live. Check out the highlights, including a continuing education on HIV-associated Kaposi sarcoma, research on TikTok's dancing nurses videos, and tributes to Dr. Fauci. So... It was like a tributes sh- to Dr. Fauci. Oh, You've got to be kidding and, me! And the HIV-associated Kaposi sarcoma, for hi- them to be doing a tribute to Dr. Fauci and talking about that, he caused the deaths of of HIV patients back in the day with the same kind of BS he pulled during this, and a journal that's supposed to represent millions of nurses in the United States, the American Journal of Nursing, has him on the front cover. Go check it out. It's disgusting. Get on their page and tell them how disgusting they are. And the comments from the nurses are just that, which gives me hope. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. So, Wow. Do you think Dr. Fauci is ever going to be held accountable? I, I He don't wasn't know. held accountable in the 80s, and the 70s and the 80s when he did all those wrong things with the HIV research and, all, and mm-hmm. kept certain treatments and people died. Nothing happened to him then, and all they did was, uh, what do they call that, uh, recycled him. Yeah. They recycle sociopaths. See, here's the problem I have, okay? Now, I think Donald Trump did a lot of good things while he was in office despite all of the constant barrage of attacks on him while he was in office. But I do have some problems with President Trump, and a lot of other people do too. And, and, you know, like, for instance, why was Fauci allowed to be in charge? Okay, did Trump's team not research this guy? and find out that, hey, this guy's got some problems. We really got a lot of questions about how he handled other things in the past. You know, the H1N1 thing, which, which by the way, Biden calls N1H1. I don't know. He gets things kind of backwards, you know, kind of like he gets confused about everything else. But during H1N1, they tried to stoke a lot of panic during that one, too, but they failed. They weren't able to pull it off. I think that what has happened over the last couple years or so, they tried to do this back then. 
and they weren't able to do it. When this COVID thing came out, all I kept thinking was H1N1 seemed a little more serious, actually, because I was in an ICU in Los Angeles, and there were pregnant ladies on ventilators, like a lot of them. And I was like, oh, my goodness, like people who were heavy or obese, and there were a couple of pregnant ladies. Um, and we, we, you know, we could get into all that. But to me, that was more serious than what was happening. And I was like, why didn't we shut the world down for that? Right, right. So Things just didn't fall in place like they would have liked to uh, back then. But I think, I think since then, I think they did a lot of planning. And they decided, okay, we're going to do this again later, but we're going to put all the pieces in place. We're going to get our infrastructure in place, and we're going to make sure that we do it right next time around. Because I think the goal all along was to instill fear in people. Yep. Have them in a state of just paralyzed, kind of like what you described about that lady with the gas mask yep. when you were in it in, Af was it Iraq or Afghanistan? Afghanistan? No, that was uh, Saudi Arabia. Oh, Saudi Arabia. Okay. Um, it's like that. And it's like, and I've talked about that condition numerous times, trying to make people aware of what that is. And, you know, it's like, you know, Sharon, I'm sure you know all about cognitive dissonance. And it's like, it's like you, you, you get people afraid, and you get them so afraid that they no longer start thinking for themselves. They no longer use critical thinking. All they want to do is hide, and they want it to go away. Well, we have that, and then we also have a blended um, propaganda to make you hate the unvaccinated. We have to, to make you hate Trump. We've got the Trump derangement syndrome. So we've got this these people that are not only scared, but they're angry too and they they're full of hate because it's 24 7 saturation with who's evil who's and we're going to tell you who to hate who to be afraid of who's contaminated and you know well yeah and you're right you got a point they're so afraid that they'll they'll believe anything they're told and they will even believe be be believe when they're told well you know these these anti-maskers these maga republicans they're evil and we have to we have to destroy them i mean and these people literally do have this opinion i the a lot of these people literally have the idea that they think we should be dead i mean yeah. that's that's how how crazy they've gotten that's how crazy this has made people and this has been the goal all along I hope that's lightening up, but uh, there are recordings and videos of people that I, I hope we never forget, you know, well, F them, you know, F them, they shouldn't have jobs, they should, yeah. you know, be left to their own devices, hey, they come into the hospital, you're unvaccinated, oh, we're going to take care of the vaccinated first, people that actually said that stuff, I think one of them was a late night talk show host, can't remember his name. Um, I, I will never forget these things. No, I won't either. <laughs> just just like I have said numerous times, I'm not going to forget about the way some of these businesses treated me. I am not going to forgive. No, I'm not going to forget. I'm not going to forgive. I'm sorry. Um, because the reason I think this way is because all it's going to take is for another perceived emergency, another declared emergency mm -hmm. that they're going to spring on us, and these people are going to go right back to doing exactly what they did last time because they've shown their true colors about who they are. It's already happening. I was having such a nice weekend, a rare weekend off, and I go into Albertsons, and they didn't have organic celery for my juicer. So organic, I, huh? I, yeah, yes. well, because it, it's for health, so mm -hmm. I was like, forget it, right? But I noticed, like... You know, it was a very rare person now that was wearing a mask in stores, uh -huh. but there was like 40%, like 
I, I was like, my mind was blown. So I leave and I go to Smith's over on tramway near the speedway. I walk in and it's the same thing. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I said to myself, I've got to get out of here. Like, I cannot see this again. It sets me off and makes me angry. And the thing about forgiving is we need to forgive for ourselves. But these people now that we used to think were victims of propaganda are now, they're capable of harming us. If they start complying again, that directly harms us. And I'm sorry yep. to say that. I'm not saying it's a war on them or anything, but they are dangerous. The sheep are now weaponized. And they would gladly see us taken out, you know. So yes. I, I would say, you know, to be very cautious. Uh, I don't know how to handle that, so I probably have to leave. I cannot watch this state go there again. Well, yeah. this is history repeating itself. You know, this same sort of thing happened during, and I, I hate to constantly bring this up, but it's a perfect example. This happened during Nazi Germany in which, you know, Hitler and a small little group of people didn't round up millions of Jews and have them killed. No, he indoctrinated a whole lot of German citizens that turned on their neighbors. Yes. Well, it's like, oh, sorry. It's, it's like narcissists with flying, they employ flying monkeys to mm -hmm. take care of their yep. dirty business, yep. right? What were we going to say, Mark? No, that was oh. better. <laughs> that was better than what that you were going to say? Yes. Well, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to agree that you have, that there's a problem there, you, you, you get, I was trained in war, okay? And uh, the Russian system of, of training troops is to have two commanders in the center of the unit. One of them is the MO, the military officer who commands everybody. And, and the other one is the political officer who makes sure the, the MO does what he's supposed to do. Otherwise, he gets replaced rather drastically and horrifically. Okay, but everybody else just obeys. And anything that they, that they are told to do, there cannot be even, even a hesitation can get you shot. Now, that was the Soviet way of training. Uh, we don't train that way, you know? No. You know, you know, as a as a platoon sergeant, if my platoon leader, the lieutenant, gets himself killed, I might even feel that I'm really better off because I already know what the plan is. It's been discussed with me. I can keep the mission going. I can make our objective or set an alternative objective. And if something happens to me, the senior squad leader takes over right on the line because he was briefed on what the mission is and he knows exactly what the whole thing is. We always had a plan and we always were taught to think. The Russians didn't think. Well, now we've got a whole bunch of people that don't think. Well, what we're left with in the military now are the ones that are willing to roll over and be compliant. Yeah. And not think. And it's like, you know, that's always been the advantage of the U.S. military is everybody in the chain of command is capable of stepping up and leading if exactly. they have to. That's that's the objective. Yes, everybody thinks. Mm -hmm. Now you take away those people, those hard chargers that were up front. Look, look what they've done with the with special forces people and and with the Navy SEALs. They've kicked a bunch of them out. Yeah. Those are people that we really, really, really need. 
you know, you, you, you talk about them kicking out these, these Navy SEALs. These are people in which the American taxpayer has invested a lot of money to train these people. Millions of dollars each. To oh, be very, very like good all at the stuff do. we left in Afghanistan. And who does the weakening of our military most um, reward? The CCP. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people talking about the Russians, but the CCP, everything that's happening now is, uh, I don't want to say it's a disgusting term, but a, a special kind of dream for the CCP to see our military weakened, our economy weakened. Um, they hate this free speech thing. I'm sure they're after Elon Musk, too. Probably. That man has to be stopped. He's dangerous. He's, he's advocating free speech. Who, free speech, my God, that's wrong. You know, Elon Musk has been having a blast on Twitter teasing people. He's, like, he on has. A daily we basis. should lighten it up for the end of your show because yeah, you know, there's to. a lot of serious stuff. But he's hilarious. I mean, he says, when yeah. I tweet, is it considered work? I mean, like little stupid things like that. He's a total nerd. He's making it fun. But from the beginning, I, I warned him, you know, get rid of the child predators or I'm off by the end of the year. Yeah. And then I saw a tweet by someone who is kind of like assisting him and tweeting on his behalf that it's being worked on. It remains to be seen, but that means something to me. But he's having a blast, and I'm having a blast, and I, I like watching the triggered people. It is really fun because we suffered. We were I had, like, so many accounts deleted, and, you know, I'm not a big person with thousands of followers, but all those people who lost thousands of followers are now getting back on and, and yeah. being reinstated, and it's just a feel-good community, and it doesn't feel good to the other side, but you know what? We need to balance things out a little bit, you know? No, he's doing some good things there. I, it's uh, People were talking about how, how Twitter was just going to fail after he took over, but from what I understand, Twitter is actually growing like crazy. Yes, it has more followers than it's ever had right, as of right now. Yeah. Yeah, he said the usership is just spiking enormously. Now, I don't know how it all works with the econ economics with the um, advertisers, but that's why he's instituting the blue check mark and stuff. And I yeah. feel like getting one just to support it yeah. because, you know, we, we owe him some thanks and he spent a lot of money on this. He basically bought back free speech yeah. online. He did. And, you know, a lot of people may not understand the blue check mark thing, but basically that is they're not saying that in order to be on Twitter, you have to pay a monthly fee and get a blue. The blue check mark is is additional. That's something that you can you can get, and it shows others that you are totally legitimate, from what I understand. Yeah, it shows that you're not a bot. It shows yeah. that you are who you say you are, and he's going to delineate between just the regular person like me and then the public figures. Mm -hmm. he's, he just said that in a tweet the other day. Yeah. No. So, okay, so why don't we, I know what we'll do, is in the last segment, we'll have a little bit of fun, and we'll go through, why don't you bring, you can bring up Twitter on your phone, and we'll, we'll see what Elon Musk has been up to lately, and we'll have a little bit of fun with that in the last <laughs> yeah, 30 minutes. not everybody's on Twitter. I know some people yeah. are just not Twitter people, but yeah. I've been on there since 2011. So people can get an idea what's going on. I've been thrown off and on and off and on. So I want to talk about, uh, on a serious note, uh, while, we're, while we have time left in this segment, I want to talk about this thing with the G20 talking about uh, this. Uh, they have a joint declaration promoting a global standard on proof of vaccination for international travel and calling for the establishment of global digital health networks that build on existing digital COVID-19 passports vaccine passport schemes. 
Hmm. Now, you guys thought that that stuff had all died and the, and the whole vaccine passport thing was dead. Oh, no, no, no. It's been, they've been pushing forward on this all along. They've never stopped. Just like the Ministry of Truth, you know, the, the uh, uh, what is it, the Disinformation Governance Board that Biden has put out. I call it the Ministry of Truth. I like that um, better. And so... No, they haven't stopped with this stuff. They've they've kind of swept it under the rug so that nobody talks about it anymore, yeah. but it's still happening. Now, there's also another thing happening parallel to this, and I believe the two things fit together in a very terrifying way. And for those of you out there that are Christians like I am, and, you know, Mark, by the way, is an ordained minister, and he actually happens to know more about the Bible than I think anybody I've ever known. I've, uh, he, he knows it backwards and forwards. So, you know, why don't we talk about that a little bit? And it's like, you know where I'm going with this. And it's like, so this vaccine passport thing, number one, like we talked about earlier, when did it become okay to invade somebody's medical privacy? When did that become okay? And it's like, there again, it's this emergency. Anything's declared. If you declare an emergency, then all the constitutional freedom and liberty and all the rights and all the laws and all that stuff just goes out the window. And suddenly everything is okay. So they're talking about this global, which essentially is going to be a global vaccine passport. How is that going to manifest itself? Um, well, they're talking about it being an app to put on your phone. Well, what if you're somebody that's low tech? I mean, there's a lot of people that prefer to be low tech. Oh, They're hold still on, you can't get an ID, right? They say certain people aren't capable right. of getting an ID to vote, but they can have this app. Oh my God, it's racist. It's racist. It's, it's, it's something, it's something with an ist on the end of it. I'm sure it is. It's like, so why isn't there a problem with this? It's like, oh, they're talking about pushing this whole vaccine passport mm. thing, but you don't need a voter ID. I do not because that's racist. That. Yes, exactly. So what we're going to end up with is we're going to end up with back when we had the whole scamdemic in full swing, what they want to do, and, and this has all been about normalization. They've been normalizing things all along. They want to normalize this new normal. And, and, and a lot of people are living with their heads in the sand. So all of this stuff is happening and nobody's speaking up, except for maybe me and a few other people, where this whole vaccine passport idea is going to be where when they normalize it, you will have to show, essentially, your medical records to anybody that demands it in order to be able to participate in life. Hmm. Now, <laughs> Sorry, it, it, it gets way worse. Okay, the Fed is talking about instituting a digital currency. Joe Biden himself put out an executive order to look into the idea of a digital dollar. They don't put these ideas forward unless they're planning on trying to institute them, and they are trying to institute them. They are, as, as soon as next year, they're talking about instituting this stuff. And so what happens when they get rid of, when they institute the digital dollar, and they're going to they're gonna do that first, and then, it, and then the next step after that is they're going to say, oh, well, we don't need that, that, we don't need that 
currency anymore. We, we've already said we have a coin shortage and people bought that lie. Yeah, it's like... I think food and ammo is going to be the new currency. Yeah, no, you're right. And medicine and things that people can yeah, use. Things. You know, we've talked about A little this. bit of alcohol. <laughs> hey, people, you know, there, there was a teacher I had back in vocational school. I remember he made a statement that it's like one business that always does good in good times or bad is a bar. He said, if you want to do well, he said, open a bar. He said, because when people are miserable, they're going to come in to wash away their sins. And when people are happy, they're going to come in to celebrate. Yeah, that's yep. true. So no matter what economy you're talking about, a bar does well. I think we should stock up on those little, like, the things they used to give out on airplanes, the little bottles. The so tiny little ones. Those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then silver coins and medicines. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little marijuana. I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm talking I about don't survival do stuff. I, I don't either. I'm teasing. Yeah. But um, I'm know, someone who, dr- who doesn't drink a lot or do any drugs. No, me neither. Right? It's but like I I'm joke about it as if I do. I, yeah. Hey, guys, um, we're at the 30-minute uh, mark, so we're going to take a quick break and uh, have a few words from my awesome advertisers. We're going to get back and wrap up this subject, and then we're going to have a little bit of fun with uh, some of these Elon Musk uh, tweets. Yes. And so we'll be right back. Dr. Dan Lafferty. And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital intraoral photos, and laser technology. Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray orthodontic therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gentle Dentistry. Gentle is not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español. We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile. Or on the web at albuquerquegentledentist.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505-292-2226. 
At Los Ranchos Gun Shop, we support law-abiding folks learning to operate their guns safely. Some look at a firearm and see only weapons of war. If the mayor is telling the police to stand down when criminals act and release them into our community without consequence, well, who can you rely on to protect you and your family? Safety and awareness is what we preach and teach. It's your right to be safe in your own home and community. Take up the responsibility. No one else will do it for you. Stop by our new location, 6621 4th Street, Northwest in Los Ranchos, or call 505 345 Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, -on -one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at PerkinsProtectionTraining.com. Freedom Speak. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and you are listening to Conservative Talk, ABQ.com. KDAZ 96.9 FM AM 700. So I'm here with my good friends, Sharon and Mark, and we've been talking about everything today. It's been a very diverse conversation. And for those of you that just tuned in, I'm going to remind, uh, remind you that we're also doing something today. We're recording the show on Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, and we're doing a Facebook Live while we're recording the show. So you might hear us mention that from time to time. Anyway, having a little bit of fun today. Um, I wanted to uh, wrap up what I was talking about in the last segment. I was talking about uh, this whole concept of the, uh, basically the... Uh, United Nations pushing a federal, a, a international, global vaccine passport, and then another story that I've seen in place is we've talked about the Federal Reserve, which is neither part of the federal government and they don't have anything in reserve. They're basically a a cartel of people uh, that uh, are have literally infinite resources. And they are not audited by anybody. There's nobody overseeing them whatsoever. None. They can do whatever they want. Now, keep in mind, people, this is the organization that is responsible for the what we see as money that we spend in this country. They're the ones that create the whole monetary system i guess you might have to look at it that way exactly it's really mind-boggling when you think about it and so they're pushing the idea of a fed now they're calling it a fed now service look it up read about it f-e-d-n-o-w 
FedNow service in which they bypass all of the financial institutions, the banks, things like that, and, and will allow you to pay your bills, transfer money directly through the Federal Reserve, in effect bypassing the government. I mean, that's essentially what it does, bypasses the government to a, a group that answers to no one. So you have a combination of the international vaccine passport. We have the, I've, I've heard it referred to as the war on cash. And that has slowly been coming. Now, you know, I'm, I'm guilty of using my debit card an awful lot. Um, I do it because it's, con it's convenient. But I don't want cash to go away because there are times when I use cash because I don't necessarily want the government always knowing every little transaction I do. Mm -hmm. Honestly, if I could do everything in cash, I would. Yeah. Unfortunately, the customers I do work for, they pay me through direct deposit and things like that. So I would honestly, I would love to just completely drop out of the system if I could. But here's what, here's what I'm getting at is that if they manage to successfully get rid of the cash to where you are, your sole survival, your, your sole ability to receive and give payment for something goes through one centralized point, the Federal Reserve. And let's say that you don't want to play ball with the, the, the international vaccine passport say hey you know it's none of your business i don't want to participate in that system they might just say well in that case if you don't want to do that then we're just going to turn off your your federal reserve debit card oh we need to be forming communities now we do people that are growing food have chickens for eggs have medicines have medical supplies have medical skills I can't, I can't stress how important it is to be building a community. I know it sounds dramatic. No, but it's true. I mean, we why, really... Why wait till it happens? Yeah, this is no I mean, longer a conspiracy theory. theory. I, I mean, you know, years ago, you'd refer to people like this as preppers. And it's like, these people are making mm -hmm. total sense now. Proud you know, prepper. preppers. I'm proud prepper. You're prepping for the worst. <laughs> Because it appears that we are slowly marching towards the worst happening. Yeah. I, I, you know, you take away, I don't know if you people understand that if they manage to take away the cash, how serious that is. That is the government, not actually not even the government, the, the world government, the Federal Reserve. The, the deep state. The deep state. The United Nations. The actors behind all of this tyranny that is, is being pushed slowly. And it's like the fear that they have been instilling in people to get them to just stick their head in a, in a hole and, and not notice what's going on. But this is what I do. And honestly, I find it sometimes to be emotionally draining. I, I do it on a, I feel like, and I've mentioned this before, I feel like I've had a calling to do this. Um, so I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to do it because it feels, I feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. I feel like I've been given the gift of gab 
so that I can communicate with all of you. And so therefore, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to keep paying attention to what's going on. And I'm going to I'm going to expose this stuff whenever I have the chance. Well, <clears throat> I expected to be dead before this all happened anyhow. But apparently the Lord is punishing me for something. I don't know what it did. <laughs> yeah. Well, that he's not punishing us. I'm happy to have you here. So You're, You may be in the minority. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are literally heading towards the, the time in which the government, the, the deep state, whoever's actually in control, because it's certainly not Joe Biden in this country, is going to be able to dictate whether you can buy or sell. And you know how I mentioned not everybody has a smartphone, not everybody's going to have the ability to do an app. Oh, they're going to take care of that problem at some point in time. Well, they were already dictating who could work and who couldn't work. They're still doing it with healthcare and people, workers. And people have, people <laughs> so, have accepted, yeah. so many people have accepted that. There again, they've normalized this abnormal behavior. They, they were, di over the past couple of years, they were dictating who could work and who couldn't work. And people just, a lot of people just simply rolled over and went along with this. So they've given people the illusion of choice, just like Democrat, Republican. You have to vote for a party. That's an illusion of a choice. That's not a choice. That's what the, that's the choices they give you to come out with whatever outcome they want. Same thing here. You comply or you don't make a living. That's not a choice. No, that's not a choice. And, you know, I've, I've seen some libtards out there actually have that argue, argument with me, telling me, oh, well, you had a choice. This is how demented and crazy these people are. All right, well, let's do something funny then. So, <laughs> anyway, so what happens? They're going to solve the, uh, I'm, to, to summarize this whole awful story, yeah, Sharon, she's freaking out here. I'm causing her to have some cognitive dissonance right oh, now. No, I'm just watching Elon's tweets and cracking okay. up. So anyway, so this is headed towards a, a point in which they're going to say, oh, well, you know, we want, you know, this is going to be required, and people are going to buy into it. So many people mm -hmm. are going to buy into this. This is going to be required, uh, and it's for your safety. It's for your convenience. Um, we need to implant this chip in you. <laughs> In your hand, or maybe in your forehead. For you know, in the hand, I mean, it's easy. okay. I was thinking about this the other day. You know how over the past couple of years they've normalized the whole idea where you go into a business and they got this little thermometer gun mm -hmm. in which they put it to your head, to your forehead, yep. in order for you to be able to come in and shop to check your temperature. They've already normalized scanning something on your on your head. So wouldn't it be maybe logical next logical step? Well, we'll just install a little chip up there, and that way uh, we can just we'll have a scanner in which we can scan your identity. We can know your VAC status, everything else, just by putting this little scanner gun up to your forehead. Do you it's like it's going to be like you know when you go into an event or a concert or a club or something, and you get a, a little bracelet on. And, you know, you can go in and out as long as you've got that bracelet. It's the same idea, you know. You, mm -hmm. you get this and you're good. You know, you, get, you don't have it, you don't get in to anything. You can't function, you cannot support yourself, get food, whatever. 
So I just want to remind you, and it's like, I'm sure there's going to be people out there that, oh, Becca, you're a conspiracy theorist. Well, you know, you guys said that about me when I was talking about stuff a couple of years ago, and all of that came to, tr- came to tr- fruition. Just like the, R- the explosion of RSV in children that is now happening, which I said several weeks ago was going to happen. What happened to monkeypox? <laughs> yeah, mon- oh, we we've moved beyond monkeypox. That didn't work. You know, the monkeypox, when they were t- that didn't scare people, so that they gave up on that one. So now it's RSV. Matter of fact, weren't you even talking about this to me this morning, Mark, that RSV, they're already talking about declaring the RSV as an emergency. The RSV is going to be the next thing they use to scare the crap out of people. You know why? Because it is affecting children, and then you're going to have those weaponized people that were willing to attack other adults, Mm -hmm. right? For not wearing a mask, not being vaccinated, now it's going to be like you're killing my child. Exactly. Okay. Oh, oh, I, I that's Just exactly wait. where it's going to go. That's where so it's going to go. Talk about turning it up to eleven. Yeah. So we got to take care of the children. It's, it's all for the. For well, they for they the used to say children. that, and now they want to sexualize yeah. children. They want to murder children in the womb. They want to murder them out, out of the womb. They want to allow them to be sex trafficked. They, they made children. RSV in the kids right now yeah. with the masking for like two years and the not being out. Yeah. They made this They happen. caused the RSV. Yeah. Okay, I'm just now, telling you that. Right. They always cause the problem. They come and say they're going to rescue us from. The children are not yours anyhow. They are property of the state That's right. mm-hmm. until they go to school. Then they're property of the school district. So that is the idea they're trying to normalize now. Do you guys remember that commercial? It was about a year ago, Celine Dion's clothing line that was like non-binary clothing for kids. And her commercial was super creepy and demonic and uh, satanic or whatever. And she said, "Your chil- our children are not actually our children. I mean, the verbiage mm. was there. Yes. It I takes urge a village, everyone right? to find that, yeah. Kind of started with Hillary Clinton making oh, that statement. Boy. Yeah. Takes a village. Takes a village. I'm so grateful I don't have children. I used to be sad about it. Now I just, I don't know how I would handle that on top of what's already happened yeah. like, as a nurse. So I just want to tell you people, okay, this is all leading to something really, really awful, mm-hmm. okay? And I think it's well, way it's way past the time that everybody needs to stop complying and just say no. It's like, remember that old saying, just say no? Well, but that's what you need to do. You need to just say no. I've been not complying from the beginning, but a lot of people rolled over and they gave in. And they give a number of excuses why they do it. Oh, I need to earn a living or, you know, blah, 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 wah, 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 like, you know, Charlie Brown. Yeah, I don't care. Okay? You need to, you, people need to stand up and they need to. They need to stop giving in to this stuff, or you're gonna you're gonna ruin it. You're gonna ruin it for all of us. How much you know? time do we have for tweets? So we have about uh, we have about I don't know uh, 13 minutes or so. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what Michelle okay. said. So okay. So anyway, I've already uh, I've 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 talked about the end of the world and, and the doom and gloom <laughs> and all the other stuff. And I'm sure you're thoroughly depressed now. So uh, actually, Sharon, we want to have a little bit of fun. We want to talk about some of the tweets that Elon Musk has been doing. And I want to get into some interesting conversations about that, too. I actually was pulling it up when I was looking at this. Here's an interesting tweet that I saw, okay? And, oh, my God, this is something I said the other day. Yeah, it might be considered a little doom, but I'm going to do it kind of, I'm going to do it kind of lighthearted and fun. Okay, so Elon Musk, uh, 16 hours ago, he made a statement which it just completely reflects something that I said a while back. He says, maybe we've gone to heaven or hell and, and, and don't know it. Okay, <laughs> the funny thing is, is I'm, I was talking about this a while back. I was talking about this situation in New Mexico where we've got 
every single business in the state is short on on help and and the comment i made was where did all the people go it's like there are literally thousands and thousands of people in new mexico that are now absent that are not going to jobs that are not working literally you can you can go to any business in the entire state that you decide you want to work at and they will hire you i mean uh, it is it is that bad except if you're an unvaccinated nurse yeah except for there so so the comment i made to mark the other day i said mark do you think the rapture has already happened and i got left behind (laughs) yes it's really concerning to me (laughs) maybe the vaccine is letting is um making them it's like a automatic abduction by aliens like it, it there's a super highway with the they vaccine just get, like, and beamed they, up. they get beamed up yeah maybe <laughs> that's what happened you know it's like the the media hides everything from us so if there had been a mass dis- disappearance of people do you think that they would talk about it i i, I don't no. think they well, just like the mass them. number of people dying right, around the right. world from the vax they're not talking about that either but it's happening millions of people yeah we're supposed to get onto happy tweets but yeah the, well, you the know, fetal you know demise me. numbers are the fetal demise numbers are real they're they're accelerating uh nurses and hospitals are coming out and saying okay i can't be quiet why are these numbers so high babies dying in the womb not even having a chance they're just dying it's really womb. happening and yet they're not talking about it by the way, Tamara, she made the comment here, I was raised by horses. And, you know, she's not really exaggerating about that. No. I don't want to go in too much about Tamara's she's past, but she's not lying. You know, it's like you, you hear the uh, the comments out there. It's like, what, were you raised by wolves or something? It's mm-hmm. like, well. Tammy, that's why you're so awesome. I'd yeah. rather be raised by horses than some. Horses animals. are really sweet animals. I like horses, oh, you know. Yeah. So to be raised by horses, I don't think that would necessarily be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all love you, Tamara, by the way. So, go ahead. You wanted to talk about some funny tweets that you pulled up by Elon Musk. Oh, well, let's start with the first one. I mean, he he's shown carrying a sink into Twitter. I don't know why or where that came from. He was carrying an actual sink. Um, I now own Twitter and a hashtag let that sink in. That started it all, and it just <laughs> triggered everybody. Let that sink in. Uh, you know, and it goes on from there, like... Um, Found in closet at Twitter headquarters, and it's a video of mounds of T-shirts with the hashtag stay woke. <laughs> I see that one. I got it right here. It's hilarious. Uh, stuff like that. Um, and because he's been after his employees like uh, that actually have to come into work now, he made rules that they have to come into work. They can't work remotely. They actually have to work for a living, right? Imagine that. So he said, wait, if I tweet, is that work? <laughs> um <laughs> Wasn't Twitter supposed to die by now or something? Because everyone's saying it's going to. Uh, let's find one more funny one. I, w- I don't want to dominate this, but... Um, Dude, though. He gets, he quotes, you know, uh, philosophers. He's quoting the Bible. Oh, the best one. So CBS News threatened to leave Twitter and, you know, stop with the advertising. And all of a sudden, they circled back. Well, not circled back. They... 
went back on that, oh boy, maybe this isn't a good idea, you know, we're not getting good ratings as it is. So he posts something from Brokeback Mountain, but instead his, his face and the guy are in the picture. He's got a bird on his hat and it says, why can't I quit you? And they're like kissing on each other and it's CBS News. Anyway, you have to see it. <laughs> yeah, Just go to good. Twitter, go that's to Twitter. Good. Even if you go to Twitter and never tweet, you have to, it's, and then um, Donald, he lets Donald Trump go back on and then he posts a picture of Jesus like praying up to God while there's a girl bending over in front of him with a, a Twitter bird on her butt like in a very flirtatious way <laughs> calling him to tweet you know like temptation and it says and lead us not into temptation he, he's, some of them are very edgy and then he'll post stuff about rocket launches and the World Cup and it's just fun and then every once in a while he'll just say Twitter is fun again and it everybody, should be fun. And everybody erupts. And he answers the account, Cat Turd. Oh, Have you guys seen the I Cat know Turd that I, account? That guy w actually is... Uh, I've been communicating with that guy for a few years. And before Twitter canceled my original Twitter account, uh -huh. uh, Cat Turd and I would actually uh, communicate quite often. Oh, it's so great. I, I, love, I love that name, and Cat Turd. And then Kathy Griffin was actually impersonating him without saying that she was a parody account. So he cut the account off and he made the rule that if you are impersonating on Twitter without stating clearly in the bio that it's a parody because it did look like him uh -huh. and he was tweeting all of a sudden you see Elon in your timeline tweeting all this woke stuff and you're like what happened he's been taken over it was Kathy Griffin so she's off Twitter now well, you know, he did say that he was going to get rid of the bots, and she was basically behave behaving like, well, she was a fake account. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Fake accounts, he's, he's, he has vowed that he's going to get rid of fake accounts, and it's like, good, get rid. You know, I, I see another tweet from him on here in which he uh, says that he added 1.6 million daily active yeah. users yeah. this past yeah. week, and that was on yep. November 21st. Twitter is growing. People, mm -hmm. you know... If, if you believe that free speech is not popular, you are dead wrong. Oh, look at this one. Read it to your listeners. By the people, for the people. Yeah, so he randomly, yeah. you know. It's, first he tweets, Twitter is all the news. And then, you know, he comments under his own tweet and it says, by the people, for the people. I mean, you gotta you got to love this. He's not a perfect guy or anything. No. You know, but... No, I don't. You know, I honestly don't even know where his political leanings are. But one thing about Elon Musk is he seems to think that, regardless of what your political leanings are, you have the right to free speech. Imagine that. Yeah, and then they're all saying how Twitter's going to collapse and this all this bad stuff's happening to Tesla. He's using Twitter like every other tweet is like from Tesla, from SpaceX. I mean, the guy is going to win. I love to see him win. Yeah. Because they're all betting against him. And even advertisers they thought were leaving are coming back. Yeah. Because the audience is there. Right, exactly. Hey, what do you guys, uh, this just thought just popped in my head. You, you feel free to continue with the Elon Musk stuff if you come up with more stuff. Oh, there we go. We only got a few minutes left. Um, this Artemis One launch that occurred the other day, finally, after numerous delays, Apparently, it damaged the launch pad at, at the Cape when it took off. It was an enormous rocket, and um, it's apparently orbiting the moon now. But I'm, I'm seeing, what do you guys think? I'm just, what do you think? Do you think the moon landings ever really happened? Uh, 
I think I think they actually did because there there are things that a that even an amateur could see f from from the planet could see on the moon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, I I know that some of the things that the Russians did uh, were faked. Yeah. I think. Do you think maybe we faked it to beat the Russians? Because remember, there was a space race, right? Yep. So maybe we made the Hollywood production to... See, here's what I think. I, I think we really did go to the moon, mm -hmm. but I don't think we necessarily went to the moon every time we said we went to the moon. I think, I think they've been on the moon and it's colonized and we don't know it. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> you know, the pro one thing that we have learned over the past couple, three years is that we get lied to about a lot of things. And, you know, just like something you mentioned, you hit on earlier... I no longer trust doctors and hospitals, especially hospitals, because we have found that hospitals are ran by corporations that are only interested in profits and not necessarily the well-being of the patients. And I hate to say this, it hurts my heart, but don't trust all the nurses either because they were dancing while they kept your family members out. Yeah. Just remember they had competitions on TikTok. There are some sick people in the medical industry. Anyway, hey guys, we're at the last three minutes, so I'm just gonna kind of start wrapping it up. Um, Sharon, thank you a bunch You're for welcome. coming. Do you have any have a quick last word you want to say? Down with Dr. Fauci. <laughs> Down and Down. Hunter Biden, and there's a whole list. Hopefully, the truth all comes out in these Lock people her up. crimes. <laughs> Lock her up. Lock them all up. I have a lot of rage. It could go yeah. on forever. I Go ahead, Mark. What about you, Mark? <laughs> My comment would start with. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed, yeah. hallowed be thy name. That's right. Thy kingdom come. come pray, thy will pray, be done. For, pray for this country on earth as it is, is in heaven. heaven. Give us this, this day our daily our bread, day. and forgive us our trespasses, as we, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not, not into, into temptation, temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, kingdom the and the power, and, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Yeah. With so, that in mind, I just wanted to give a shout out to Corinne Rios, yeah, who's been on your show a million She's times. She's awesome. I called her up the other day and asked her to pray with me. Good. And she did that. She's great. She'll be on with me again too. She's one of my favorite guests. So are you? It's just that you work 16 hours a day, seven days a week, so you're never available. Hey guys, so I want to uh, thank. Uh, all of you for listening and i want to thank everybody that watched on facebook live um it's been a lot of fun having you guys watch and i want to do a big thanks to my advertisers perkins protection training <laughs> los ranchos gun shop <laughs> High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness, and ABQ Gentle Dentistry. And if you own a freedom-friendly business and you want to advertise on this station, we would love to have you here. Send me an email, becca at freedomspeaknm.com, and I can get you set up. Trust me, all of, the, all of the advertisers I have, they are getting a lot of business from running ads on this station. Not just from my show, but your ads run throughout the advertising day all through the week. So follow, share far and wide my Facebook page, Freedom Speak with Becca Marie on Facebook, and I post a lot of great stuff on there. So, freedom is essential to everyone. Liberty and freedom are rights, not privileges. It's time to stand up and tell the Marxist and the socialist and the communist and those pushing the woke agenda, hell no, we won't comply. We are the resistance, and enjoy your Thanksgiving weekend. Catch you next week. <laughs>